If you're using guests on your show, or maybe as you go towards the end of this year, you want to change up the flow and you want to add more guests, we're going to talk about three ways to feature guests in your show that are still going to help you connect with your audience. You're going to still help them make the decisions they need to be making in the space they're in with you. Uh, Instead of using guests as oftentimes they serve as sort of a distraction from what we normally talk about, what we normally share with our audience. And so these are three strategic ways to be using guests in your episodes. Let's dig into a quick and dirty one. Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency, Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. Welcome, welcome to another one. I'm super excited for this because this is something we don't talk about a lot because we don't feature a lot of guests. Uh, I still regularly get pitched to have guests on the show to host a guest. I occasionally do some guest spots on other shows, but I want to talk about and I'm going to use examples of shows we've done here in the last year-ish where we've had guests three ways we do use guests that really help me help you. They help me showcase what we do. They help us speak about what we do while still supporting the guest and making it a win-win-win. And so we're going to dig into that. Before we dig into that, I want to make sure you have joined us over at the podcastnewsroom.com for September's episode. We will have a October episode coming out in just a couple of days. So you're going to want to make sure you've gone to podcastnewsroom.com to get on that list for the very private podcast. I'm excited for October's. Uh, Let's dig into the first way we can be featuring guests on our podcasts. Number one, interview exchange. And I wanted to start here because this is the one that has like the most asterisks. This is the one where it's got to be done with a lot of thoughtfulness. Because if it's not done with a lot of thoughtfulness, you're going to end up in just a situation. And yes, is the technical term for the situation you would end up in. Again, I am a professional. Um, (laughs) So I want you to look at who you're going to have this with. And and I want to I'm going to bring up my example really early here because I I think it models this really well. I did this with Rachel Cook, I want to say late last year, early this year. We'll link to both episodes in the show description and the show notes over at uncommonlymore.com. We essentially did very similar versions of the same episode on both shows. We talked about using your podcast as a sales tool. And on our podcast, on the Uncommonly More Show, this show, we talked to Rachel and I hosted the show, obviously, talking about using challenges and things like that in the course of her content. And we used her show as an example of the ways that could be done. We together walked you through examples of what using those tools could look like, how our team helps her produce it, how she built out these assets. And so It is a fantastic demonstration of her work and the work she does in the CEO Collective. It's also a fantastic example and way to get sort of social proof and see behind the scenes of how we support our clients. And also, it's a great win for you to just get ideas on how you can be creating content that supports getting people to your email list, that supports putting people on a wait list for a program, that supports putting people in a program. 
And so it's a win-win-win. We then went over to her show and had a similar conversation about using your content strategically. And we were able to talk to her audience who are looking at their content and creating content and why do I need to create content and talk about how the strategy is important and highlight how we support Rachel and the strategy for her show. And we talked a little bit about what we talked about on the other podcast uh, over on our show, but they complemented each other. They helped both audiences. They gave us both recognition, but they also helped both of us move our audience that was listening forward with the goals they're listening with us in mind. We were able to give them two new assets, two new perspectives. So that's what I want you to be looking for in that interview exchange is where can it be a win-win-win? If it is not a win-win-win, win for you, win for the guest, and win for the listener, it is not going to work. Somebody's going to end up frustrated. The worst option of that being the listener. So pay attention. And keep in mind that you're looking at two groups of listeners. Pay attention to where your wins are for everyone and where this makes sense. This doesn't make sense for every one of our clients. This doesn't make sense for every person I know. This doesn't make sense for every biz bestie that I have. It's going to be something that you're going to open up to everyone. It's not going to be something that you're going to find in the back corners of a Facebook group. It's going to be people who you know in your world. It's going to be people who you have a symbiotic relationship with, who your work and their work is very complementary, but it's not the same. You are very likely going to be working with the same kind of people. Your ideal clients are going to have some overlap. They may not be exactly the same, but they're going to have some overlap. And that's really important to look at when you're looking at this interview exchange option. The next one is experts or in some cases creators of the things you use to deliver your service or deliver your program. If there is a tool that you teach inside of a program, have somebody, the person who created that tool, come on and talk about that tool. Our example of this is when I had Lindsay Padilla, uh, the co-founder of Hello Audio, come join us. Hello Audio is the tool we use for our private podcast, the podcast newsroom. It's the tool we use when we put these together for our clients. We've created, I don't know, maybe almost a dozen private podcasts <laughs> this year for clients uh, who wanted to offer it inside their program or as a, as a lead magnet. We've talked about ways we can use those. And so it made total sense for me to have Lindsay on the show and talk about how other people who use Hello Audio use this tool and say, here's all of these ways you can use private podcasting. Here's all of the ways Hello Audio is amazing. And here's how we can help you implement it. It was really that simple. And so where can you bring in people who are a great example of this inside of a coaching program is if you are somebody who has your team also teaching inside of your membership. We do this with a couple of clients. I have clients who I come in and I guest teach in their programs, or I will help step in when they're on sabbatical and and teach something uh, for them because I'm part of their team. And I have an expertise and it's a value. And so me coming on to their podcast and saying, oh, you'll see Stacy inside of our XYZ program. She's answering questions about marketing or podcasting or whatever it is that I'm there to help with. Or she's teaching this class or she's taught a class that's now inside the content library. So that's a way for you to use 
my expertise as a way to help sell your program because I'm inside of there. I'm paying attention and also set expectations that I'm not the only one, that you're not the only one, rather, helping people inside this program, that you bring in your team as support. So they have an understanding of what's happening, so that they have a clear expectation of what's going to be inside the community. And I get to go sit in front of an audience and and be an expert. Sweet. Because some people are going to come check out my stuff in addition to your stuff. And so where can you be bringing in experts that you use in your programs, tools that you use to deliver your services? If you're somebody who uh, is an active campaign expert, are there people whose tools that you use in your email marketing strategy, in your active campaign setup, in your, you know, the marketing pieces you integrate, whatever the case may be, where can you bring somebody else in that space in to expand your conversation, to create some new energy, to show and not just tell about different ways that you can use the tool that you're using? I want you to pay attention to that. Really look at your process and see where there's things that you can highlight. Number three, and where we're going to wrap this up quick and dirty, because I want you to take action on this one in uh, Q4. The the third one is case studies. This is by far my favorite. And this is the one I really bring our clients into generally during onboarding. I'm like, cool, in this first quarter of us working together, where can we bring in some case study episodes? Because when you can bring in episodes of you sitting down and talking with your clients, talking about their experience working with you, you're able to create social proof in a whole nother way. And not just in a, I've got a testimonial page on my website that nobody ever reads, but in a, here's what this process looks like. Here's what you can expect. Here's what someone actually going through the process can tell you to expect. A great example of this is our episode with Sarah. I loved talking to Sarah. She's got a podcast called The Former Lawyer Podcast. I highly recommend it if you're a former lawyer or a want-to-be former lawyer, or if you know someone who is. It's a great, great show. And we've been working together at this point a little more than a year. I think we had been working with each other about a year, just under a year, when we recorded that episode. And we talked about what it's been like, where she was before, her process, how she started, how she moved through it. We're going to have a couple more for these of these coming out in Q4 because I, in full transparency, I, I'm, I'm terrible about asking our clients to do this. Go back to the episode where I talk about uh, committing to being annoying. This is one of the annoying things I'm committing to doing in Q4 and for all of next year is asking at least one of our clients to appear on the show and talk about our work together once a quarter. Because I know, I know, I know how valuable it is for you. I know how valuable it is for them because it it gets people to go and hear their shows. It gets their show in front of a new audience, another audience. A lot of our clients have very complimentary services to what we offer. And so it makes total sense. It's a win-win. And I also know for you, it's really valuable to see what's possible. So if you're listening to this and you're a client and you haven't gotten an email from me, uh, it's because I'm scared. Um... (laughs) I don't know why it makes me so nervous, but it does. It makes everybody nervous. And so where can we be building a system? And that's exactly what I'm doing is I'm building a system to ask for this. And so we're sending out those emails in September. We've already sent it out by the time you've heard this uh, to a couple of clients to book those. 
And I'm going to be committing to at least once a quarter featuring these. We've got clients who have like courses or memberships where this is a critical part of our launch run up is case study episodes, conversations with people who have lived experience and working with you so that someone else can be the person telling your listeners, this is what this is like. It's so valuable. It's so important. And so I want you to look at where can you do that in Q4. This this one above all else, where can you add one case study episode in Q4 for what you're selling in Q1, whatever the case may be. This is a sales asset that will serve you for so long. It will be so valuable. I send these case study episodes to prospective clients all the time. And it often does the closing for me because it's somebody besides me talking about how great this is. I want you to challenge yourself to do at least one of these kind of episodes as you move through Q4. And I want you to be looking at in 2023 for your show, where can you be building these in each quarter? Consistently featuring at least that case study episode. The interview exchange and the expert interviews are going to be fewer because A, they don't have as much value as that case study episode does. And also, there's probably just going to be fewer of them. Like the opportunity for them to show up is going to be less. You have more clients who you can do case studies with than you have these other two things. And so prioritize that one, even if it's the scariest. I know I'm with you. I do this for a living. I encourage clients to do this all the time. I get how scary it can feel to be like, can you come on my show and like talk about us? But it's such a difference maker and it's so valuable. And in all reality, objectively, every client I've ever asked has been more than happy to do it and shared it and had a great experience. And so I'm going to go try to be annoying and I'm going to encourage you to do the same and we'll do it together. Sound good? All right. I'll see you next week. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely, I want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I want to hear from you. So reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode. Because honestly, that's why we produce the show. That's why I record this show. That's why my team does all the work to release this show. It's so that we can help you. We can help make a difference in your show and consequently in your business. If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show and also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. 